What's up, guys? Welcome back to Far Out. I'm Megan. And I'm Sydney. <laughs> Sorry, I made Sydney laugh right before I just <laughs> introed into this. Um, like always, we're going to start off with something good. So, Sydney, tell me something good. So, my something good for this week is that I, my Converse, so I ordered Converse for me and my niece. Um, she is going to be born in like five weeks now, which is insane. But I ordered us matching Converse already okay um, so the converse are red on the outside and then the tongue is pink um and then the stitching is white down the red and then on the back heel stripe um it is also pink and mine say auntie on the heel stripe and hers say piper on the heel stripe that is so freaking cute dude <laughs> i am so excited like so excited i cannot wait for the pictures that you're gonna be able to take with that because that's gonna be ridiculously cute the only thing is is that she's not gonna be able to wear them for a while because i didn't want to like buy an infant well i say that i did 100 percent buy her a third or i guess in the order i bought three pairs of converse and i did (laughs) buy an infant pair so that she can wear just a straight up red pair but you can't really customize a shoe that they're only gonna wear for like two months so Uh, that's okay that's the issue that I do have about like I'm so excited to have a kid but and I want to dress my kid in the cutest stuff ever mm -hmm. but it's also like they're gonna grow out of it in a month like I know that this was literally our topic last week but I have thrifted so much for my niece already because I'm not gonna pay full price for things that she's gonna grow out of so fast and that's what I'm saying is like to have a little thrifter baby aesthetic mm-hmm. that is so cute I love it so much I have like yes. a little thrift inventory for my future children already I'm gonna try to look for my baby stuff make a little hipster baby um I also disclaimer neither I nor Megan are in the realm of having children anytime soon no, yeah nor is that even in the in the freaking plan books or, yeah no not at all. Not ready for that. <laughs> totally uh, commend the women who are doing that. But maybe from, get back to me when I'm like 30. Yeah, no. Right now, that's not in the books at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was my something good. Megan, tell oh, me your something good. My something good is I joined this boot camp um, in Houston. So they have classes every. X amount of times in the morning and you go and they basically kick your ass for 45 minutes and it has I went last week last week was my first week completely murdered me just made me so sore but within that um I really have been trying to prioritize movement because I fell off for a while and just by me changing moving in the morning like getting an actual workout in it has changed so many different aspects of my daily life. Like my mood is better. It's easier to go do activities. Um, and also I'm like super, super hungry from, from just working out and exerting my body, which has been great because you know, when you're not, you don't do anything, you you don't get hungry. You don't really get full. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's very stagnant in how you feel digestive digestive wise yeah so I feel like I kind of woke my body up a little bit just from like prioritizing working out again and it's been awesome so that's my something good yay good I'm glad yeah what uh what place is it like what training place it's literally called uh yeah it's it's local um to Houston but they have 
it's like a chain so they're in different all these different cities but it's called burn boot camp it's like it's literally a boot camp Sounds like very intimidating yeah it is kind of intimidating but I love having someone there pushing me yeah telling me to do like do this do this do this mm-hmm. I thrived in high school with like a set plan of workouts and stuff and that's what was kind of hard for me from when I left high school sports is that I had no structure in my workouts anymore and I think that happens to a lot of people so it was really nice to go to classes again yeah yeah that's why something good okay cool so moving right on into it uh this episode is just going to be sweet and short Sydney and I are going to go over some embarrassing moments in our lives um I have I I only have one that was from like fourth grade it was a long time ago um, so I'm kind of waiting for the inspiration on Sydney's stories to see if I have any better embarrassing stories coming up. But I, I just don't view things as embarrassing very often, but I think after I hear some of yours, I'm sure I'll, I'll think of some stuff. So Sydney, yeah. do you have any um, embarrassing moments in particular? Okay, so favorite? I'm going to give, I only have two that I can think of at the moment, but generally speaking, I am like an easily embarrassed person very much so like when I was younger um, than I than I am now but I will say like it didn't take much for me to get embarrassed do you get red when you get embarrassed okay I get red when I have to speak in front of more than four people so 100% yes I'm the person that literally in speech class at K-State I couldn't wear like on days where it was my turn to give my speech I had to wear like a crew neck shirt because like my chest gets hives like it's Blotchy. horrible oh my god yeah. horrible um even like raising my hand in class if I even if I wasn't gonna get picked on my face would get red when I would like like put my hand up yeah you know I, I hate it when people when teachers just randomly call on students because I don't have social anxiety but my god that is when I have social anxiety mm-hmm. I'm like don't call me don't call me and I think it's like that for so many people but that there's nothing I find more publicly humiliating than being called on and just not knowing the answer. Yeah. So embarrassing. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. But my first embarrassing story happened around third or fourth grade. I was at the lake and it was one of my first times down at Table Rock. My family got a place there when I was in fifth grade and this was definitely far before that. So third or fourth grade. Um, we were eating at a restaurant on a dock or like the dockside restaurants that they have at lakes and there was a really cute teenage boy that was the server as usual like of course this happens in front of a cute teenage boy and I was wearing this little bikini that was my absolute favorite bikini to wear still remember exactly what it looked like still remember the colors and it was one of those bottoms like back in the day it's probably from like O'Neal or like rib curl or something but it had like the little like mock skirt on it so it had like the tiny like ruffles on the top so it like looked like it was kind of a skirt but it was also just like a regular bikini yeah and trust me the bikini is vital to the story and that is why I am telling you what it looked like so I'm ordering my food and I am nervously I get used to be really nervous with like even ordering food in restaurants so my nervous tick now is I'll like mess with my rings on my hands or like mess with a pin or something but at that point in time I didn't have any of that and I definitely didn't wear rings in fourth grade so I'm playing with like the back clasp of my swimsuit 
and I'm sure we can all see where this is going but it was like you know that time in like fourth grade where you're like just entering like the pre-puberty and you like almost kind of have boobs but you don't technically have boobs yet but it's still yeah or like when it's spoken about it's uncomfortable and like so yeah oh god so I'm playing with my swimsuit top and all of a sudden like mid ordering it just unclips flies open the whole thing flies open in front of this teenage boy everybody at my table starts cracking up I have two older brothers and they both just like lost their shit and were making fun of me and laughing and that's really all of it I think I probably blacked out the rest I don't know what happened afterwards because I was like this is it this is the end for me and this is how I go that's Um, just a nightmare situation I think it's funny because both of our stories involve our crushes when we were kids (laughs) that's so funny okay yeah no first of all that's just absolutely embarrassing did for and did you have a crush on him still after no definitely not I I don't think we went back to that restaurant for a really long time it was tough I tend to avoid places that traumatic situations have happened to oh my me gosh, at, dude. so okay so this one this is the only one that I can really think of that in my life that has ever absolutely humiliated the shit out of me I was in fourth grade and I had like this boy for so long huge crush on him all the girls at recess someone had a sharpie or whatever and all of us like idiots we were writing our crushes on our on our palms. I heart so and so, whatever, whatever. Okay. At this point, everyone in, in my class had knew that I liked this boy. But so I write down my crush. I heart so and so. Okay, whatever. So then we're in class, and I'm also the kind of person I I remember I always I took what my mom said to heart. And my mom had always told me if I drew like drew ink especially permanent marker on my skin it was poisonous for my skin it was bad for my skin it's gonna make my skin look gross so then I'm in the middle of class freaking out because I have all this permanent marker on my hand and it says my crush's name so I'm frantically at my desk like licking my thumb licking my palm like getting it off and I'm like if you look from, I'm sure from my teacher's standpoint, I'm like looking at this little kid just curled up in a ball because I had really long hair covering up my face and I'm just shaking from trying, trying to rub this off my palm so bad. She walks up behind me without me even knowing and she reads my palm out loud <gasps> the whole entire class. Stop it. And Who she does goes, that? I love blank blank his name. And he sat behind me Corn, catty corner to the right behind me. I remember it like Again. I'm still there. And I just look back and I look at him and he's just looking at me because I get like, obviously, the whole class is looking. She goes, Megan, go to the bathroom and wash that off. And I was like, okay. I run to the bathroom. I cried in the bathroom for like five, 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, time to go back in there and face my fears. Whatever. Yeah, that's for me probably the most embarrassing moment in my entire life that that's that's an embarrassing moment for me I'm like speechless I have a lot of thoughts what teacher does that like that is not cool I know and I really liked her she was a really cool teacher not I cool mean, enough just, yeah I I need to ask I need to ask that that boy if he remembers <laughs> if he remembers that drop his name god awful time <laughs> let's see if he listens to the podcast Brevin Turner I'm just kidding <laughs> so funny uh but yeah so I mean 
poor baby Meg. I know, but that's fine. It's fine. Do you have anything to that spark any other interesting, embarrassing stories? Um, no, I do have like my other one though. Well, okay, I guess this is not like embarrassing, like one situation. It's just like my whole entire first grade, like first six months was kind of embarrassing. So <laughs> I went to the skate park with my dad and my brother one day, and my mom was not there. I rode my bike or I was going to ride my bike at the skate park uh, because I'm not very coordinated on a skateboard and, or I wasn't at the time. And um, we park at the top of this hill. This is the Lenexa skate park for those who are local, but we park at the top of this hill and I'm like, all right, guys, I'll meet you down at the skate park. And so I start going down the hill. Turns out my dad fucking forgot to fix the bike's brakes. <laughs> so I'm going down, <laughs> I'm going down this hill bike slides out from under me once I start going so fast and like couldn't break bike slides out from under me I slide on my bare ass cheeks all the way down this hill like down the asphalt my butt was like bloody just like straight up bleeding we didn't get to go to the skate park I had to go home because my butt was like raw like completely bloody like so much pavement was on my ass ow I if you know me, you know that I was a tom girl, like or tomboy, whatever you want to call it. Like I literally thought that I was like not I didn't think I was a boy, but like I pretty much acted like I was. Oh, um, I definitely my older brothers definitely had that influence over me. Oh yeah, like, same. Try to be a boy, try to be like a boy. Like So <laughs> I was mortified at the fact that I had to wear dresses to first grade for the first like six months because I couldn't sit down during class and because fabric when it touched my butt I was like screaming crying (laughs) I'm not even joking you as to when like I didn't have very many I don't have very many memories growing up but what one core memory that I have is remembering sobbing myself to sleep at night while like my butt was still healing and I (laughs) This is embarrassing right here sharing this, but I would lay across my mom's lap, like with my butt on top of her lap. Uh-huh. And she would have to put Vaseline on my butt and like blow on my butt for me to be able to sleep because it hurt so, <laughs> so bad. bad. That's terrible. So it was just like more of a personal, just like mortified that A, I couldn't sit down. Well, my friend, um, Addie, and this was like all the way back in high school, but she fell off of a scooter or something and she scraped her butt like quite, quite very similar to what you're describing. And I was the one that had to rub aloe on her, on her ass. And so I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And I, that shit looks so painful. I cannot imagine how like And it was both butt cheeks. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, not a good time. I'm still thinking about embarrassing stories that I have. Do you have any any other ones? Yeah, my last one that I have is more recent. It is from when I was at K-State. Um, there was one day there was an ice storm. Do you remember that year that there was a super bad ice storm on campus and like everything was slick as fuck? Yes, and they still made us go to school. Yeah, was it your freshman yep. year? Probably. I don't know. I feel like there's there's a day like that every single freshman, year I was there. Yeah. It was either freshman, your freshman or sophomore, because I mean I was a junior when I transferred there. It was probably my sophomore year. Yeah. So <sighs> this is so horrible. 
walking from I parked at the business building um and was walking to oh no I've been removed for so long I've become an old person and can't remember what building I was walking to <laughs> I don't remember any of the buildings of the business building. I was walking to the HDFS building and I slipped and fell in front of literally so many people like legitimately probably my whole entire class that I was just about to be in um everybody that was exiting the build- business building going towards me like the middle of campus everybody that was coming to the biz I like ate shit in front of everyone and my boyfriend at the time had was like driving by like I saw his car drive by and like I had just waved at him like right before I ate shit and so I <laughs> the first thing I do is I like stand up start walking the direction that I came from and I um well, I actually started walking directly to the street because he was right there. I called him and I said, stop right now. I'm getting in your car. I cannot go to class after I just ate shit in front of every single person that I'm going to be in class with. I am going home. Like, please come take me to my car. And so he picked me up and took me to my car. <laughs> That's honestly perfect timing, though, that he was he just ha- magically appeared right there in your time of need. Yeah, I guess I never really asked if he saw me eat shit. I'll have to reach out and ask if he did. Because, I mean, that would probably be funny for him. But I just, like, remember being so embarrassed for people that that happened to. There was, oh, there was one time where I was sitting in a classroom in that hall. It's killing me that I can't remember the name of it. But I was sitting in a classroom, and the classroom was all windows on one side. And it gave us a good view, like, me and my whole class, a great view of, like, you know that hill that you go down to the business building? Yeah. So... There was somebody who I guess was like trying to jog to their next class down that hill. Again, they literally, <laughs> it was so bad. I don't know if they like got top heavy because of their backpack, but they were running and took like two big of steps, legitimately face planted, <laughs> like face planted in front of the whole entire class. And only like me and four other people like actually noticed it and started like cracking up. And we're like, holy shit, did you see that? This girl stands up and her whole entire face is bloody. Like this That's whole entire side. Terrible. It was so bad. And I felt so embarrassed for her because I don't think she knew that we saw. She like stood up, like touched her face, wiped it off, and then just like kept walking. And like, I don't think she knew a whole entire classroom. It's just awful, dude. I don't have any other ideas. Do you? I have one. And it's kind of just like a general statement for all girls that I think all, well, all people in general, general might understand this, but. You know that feeling, and not saying that you should be embarrassed, but you always get embarrassed whenever you get that DM that's like, hey girl, I know this is so random, but like, I think you're dating, or like, are you still dating so-and-so? And you're like, I don't know, by the time I read this goddamn message, I might not be. Yeah, I haven't ever gotten that message, but I know one of my best friends has, and she was right next to him when she opened it. And to me, I don't think people realize like when shit like that happens, the I'm more embarrassed at the fact that I look like a fool. If you Same. ever make if you ever make me look like a fool, that is the easiest and fastest way for me to cut you out of my life. I'm not yeah. even kidding. That sounds so like harsh but honestly it's one thing I cannot stand no yeah I agree with you completely and it's like so shitty because it has absolutely nothing to do with you so like you shouldn't be embarrassed like you should be embarrassed that that guy is like acting like a fool but at the same time it's like 
oh, so I was just a fucking idiot. Like, I was just blind. Yeah. Like, lovely that everybody knew what was going on except for me kind of thing. I want to know some, like, horror stories that guys have had with, like, girls. Because that's the thing is girls are so open to telling these stories, but guys just aren't as open to, to, you know. To sharing stuff. Yeah, to sharing, like, the crazy shit. We got to ask, I really want to do like an episode about just like horror stories from guys about girls, but also like ask the people, like ask our listeners that are girls about like horror stories with guys. Like, I think that would be yeah. so fun for us to read and share. Oh so gosh, yeah. I guess if you guys are listening to this and you have one and you want to send it into us, you can do it anonymously through the link in our bio on Instagram, or you could always send us a message if you want us to know it's you on Instagram. Yeah. That would be killer. I would love to hear, like, actual personal stories. Same. I mean, I have my fair share. Honestly, probably have more than my fair share. But I think maybe that's a time for later down the line. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I've got for today, Sydney. Do you have anything else you want to add? It's only embarrassing if if you let it, if you're embarrassed. Yeah, and I also think embarrassing stories sometimes just, are awesome they add to your character yeah when you look down on your life and I didn't have really any good embarrassing ones but I will work on that um well I don't think it's bad before we go I had one thing I wanted to add um I'm like I don't want to say an avid TikTok watcher because that makes me feel like shit about myself but I am an avid TikTok watcher I'm an avid TikTok watcher and someone I thoroughly enjoy listening to and a fellow cancer son is Teppy do you know who Teffy is? No. T E F I. T E F I. She reminds me so much of you, Megan. Like really? I literally watch her videos now, and I feel like I'm on Facetime with you. Like we're just like chatting. No way. Oh my gosh, I've seen her videos before. She's, She's so hilarious. funny. She's so funny. But like, she's got like a little Latina spice. And yeah. I feel like whenever your like argumentative side comes out, like it's like the exact same energy as her. Yeah. And it racks me up. Like I, ugh. I'm going to literally probably spend like an hour watching her videos now that you said that. I please freaking do. love that. I definitely will check her out. Yes, please oh my do. Gosh. Okay, guys. Sorry. This was just a really short, sweet episode. We just, um, wanted to have a little light more of a lighthearted topic with you guys so yeah we've been talking a lot about some deep stuff and we wanted to take a little bit of a break from that so that you guys don't feel like this podcast is about like a lot of negative things or just all deep stuff Um, yeah we don't live in the dark and spookies (laughs) (laughs) sometimes (laughs) all right guys well that's all i've got for today sydney anything else for for them nope um if you do have one of those, you know, dating horror stories, DM horror stories, any horror stories with like a boyfriend or girlfriend that you want to share with us or any sort of partner, please send us a DM or an anonymous message to the link in our Instagram bio, because we would love to have an episode where we share those anonymously on here. Yeah, we'll follow up with that on another time whenever it comes time for it. Most definitely. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. No matter how far out you are. You're welcome You're always- here. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>